Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. A ton to get to. Cannot wait. And it's funny because I'm recording right now. I'm doing it at night today. I did some earlier. And, you know, I'm just trying to get ahead of schedule because with the kids being on summer break, my schedule's all jacked up. And it's really bizarre because uh, I'm pulling in a double, which back in the day when I would, you know, worked a real job working in restaurants or grocery stores, that was like a grind. Like you're you're putting in eight hours twice, and, and that's hard. That's hard to do. And usually illegal, depending on... <laughs> Like, I know a certain grocery store I used to work for, they just look the other way. They're like, we'll just, what what we'll do is, uh, we'll just change when you clocked in. Oh, looking the other way, weren't we? Weren't we? That was a long time ago. They can't get in trouble for that now. I don't, I don't really care. But anyway, so now, like when I do a double on, on podcasting, it's not that big of a deal. It is a bit of a strain on the voice. So I got to be careful that, you know, otherwise uh, the next episode, I'm going to be like, I am reached stuff on Sanson. How are ya? I'm gonna sound like I smoke ten packs a day. <laughs> like, come here, honey. How are ya? Let's talk. Let's talk about you know the craziness of the world. I don't know why all of a sudden I would that be a Jewish accent? Is that what that would be? Like, hi, honey. How are you? It's funny when I do my mama voice that people are like, "Is your mom Jewish?" I'm like, no. I just I'm stealing Adam Sandler's mom's voice. And then I'm pretending that that's just a mom voice just because, I mean, it sounds like a mom, right? Hi, honey. How are you? What's going on, honey? Are you okay? Oh, why don't you eat some of your meatballs? That's going to make you feel good. Tommy, what are you doing? Quit playing with your wiener. Put it back in your pants. It's disgusting. Anyway, who wants hot dogs and meatballs? It's a weird combo, but it's delicious. Uh, what? <laughs> huh? Huh? That's what, guys, that's what happens when I just, you know, riff. Okay, I just say random words. Meatballs, hot dogs, quit playing with your penis, whatever, blah. <laughs> I hope my kids don't walk down here. They're like, Dad, I am so confused right now. <laughs> uh, you know what's not confusing? Jumping into those headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. A top urologist, consultant, urological surgeon, Dr. Gerald Collins. I, I didn't fuck that up. No, you just heard it weird. That's all. Anyway, he's claimed that men should always sit down to pee because it's better for their health. Is it, though? Is it? I'm called bullshit urologist guy. But anyway, I'll hear you out. Okay. Uh, a YouGov poll, which quizzed more than 7,000 men from 13 countries, found that 40% of German men always sit down to pee, 9% of Britons sit down to pee, and 10% of Americans sit down to pee. I, it's, I'm not a fan of it, but I'll do it if I need to. Okay, I'm not like hyper against it. Like, no, I'm a man. I'll stand up and pee. God damn it. This is America. Not one of those guys. Okay, 
It, I'm, I'm fine. I'm adaptable. But that being said, I prefer the freedom of standing up. It's fun, okay? Anyway, the urologist said that sitting down is probably the most efficient way to urinate, as researchers in the Netherlands found back in 2014 that a seated position makes it easier for your bladder to empty faster and more completely. I disagree with that, but I'll hear him out, okay? The urologist also said that sitting down is probably, uh, wait, what? I, <laughs> I accidentally copied it twice. Anyway, you heard me the first time. Now, uh, now sitting, according to the study, says is uh, particularly beneficial for, for those with lower urinary tract issues and an enlarged prostate. Both issues can become worse as you get older. So that makes sense. If you're older and you're dealing with some problems that you just, you got to adjust. And, and if that's the way it, you're going to find more relief, then you do it. Okay. But until then do, do what you like. But if you're, if you're faced with this dilemma, yeah, then, then you listen to your doctors and go, yeah, okay, what you need to do is just sit down. It's going to be a lot easier for you. So Benin prostate hyperplasia BPH affects most men at some point in their life with 80% of those in their 80s living with the condition. BPH is where the prostate gland is surrounding and surrounding tissues expand, blocking the urethra and making urination more challenging. And if the bladder is not empty properly, men with BPH can de develop bladder stones, UTIs, and kidney infections. So sitting down to pee is recommended in those situations. Now, in Germany, there are signs in many public bathrooms urging men to sit down when they pee and often to main cleanliness as well. Because as somebody that worked in other industries, uh, restaurants and grocery stores, it's disgusting the amount of time. Well, it doesn't even have to be for somebody that cleans. There's times when I go in to use a urinal somewhere and I'm like, who fucking pissed all over the floor? Really, it's it's not hard. It is not hard to pee in a urinal. My God, I don't understand that. Hi, Jackson. <laughs> As my son walks in, it's not it's not hard to pee in a urinal, is it? Okay, that's it. We don't need to go any further. It's hard to pee. Oh my God, we don't need to get in that. Stop. Anyway, it's not hard. Okay, and and it just blows my mind. And like I said, as somebody that would clean restrooms it just blew me away that like the amount of pee that would be on the floor that being said ladies no more casting judgment on guys of all the years that i spent cleaning bathrooms and restaurants and grocery stores the worst bathrooms were always the women's do you know how many times i picked up shit off the floor wasn't once in the men's room always in the women's room disgusting disgusting you are gross but that being said, you guys never peed on the floor. So I guess you got that going for you. So those who choose to sit are sits sprinklers, meaning sit sitting whittlers in German. So sit sprinklers. Sit sprinkler. Scheiße, you sit sprinkler. I can't. I, I don't even know what a German accent sounds like. All I know is Scheiße. Guten Tagen. You like a chocolate? I don't know. You just got to yell, basically. You like to sit on your pee? <laughs> Jackson, seriously, go away. 
You're making me uncomfortable, okay? But anyway, so what do you guys think of that? Is this going to change how you approach? You know, I know this is kind of a, it's a personal thing, but maybe if you are one of those people that are experiencing problems with BPH, maybe you don't know you are experiencing it. Maybe this is opening your eyes to it. Well, these are ways you can deal with it. And it, it's a very simple solution in a, in a sense to dealing with that and, and coping with that, that problem. That being said, I disagree with like, you, you know, it says that like, you know, it, you get a better release of everything. I feel like I get a better release when I stand up. Okay. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Amen. God. Yeah. High five. Yeah. I'm not going to sit, I'm not going to make it a point to sit down and pee, you know, but I'm not against it. Okay. I think if you're hyper against it, then, then you got some other issues going on. Okay. It's not that big of a deal. If you have to, if my doctor said, Scott, you know, looking at your results, you really need to consider sitting down when you pee all the time be like, fine, that's what I'll do. I don't care. Don't care. I really don't care. If that's what you say to do, I'll do it. I'll do it. Because I trust you. I don't I don't always trust doctors, so who knows? By the way, that uh, sit sprinklers, or whatever they say, the sitting whittlers, the term is an offensive slur directed at men who deem to be a wimpy or infeminate, okay? So whatever, but if you got to sit down and go to the bathroom, that's okay. Who cares? Fuck off. U.S. condom brand Trojan released a new research uh, survey that they did, which revealed that one in eight men admitted to carrying protection with them when they go to funerals. Okay. Great. It, it, I, I just, that's the last thing on my mind when you're going to a funeral. Some of you guys have some fucking issues, man. Like somebody died and you're like, oh, God, I'm just so horny. <laughs> like, what? No. Jesus, what's wrong with you? Grief can activate your libido, according to Patty Britton, a clinical sexologist and sexual educator. Sex releases endorphins, also known as the happy hormone, which can help boost your mood. I guess I get it. I get it. But, man, I get. I guess it just depends where you're at. At the funeral, are you a guest? Do you really want to be there? Or are you just like Chaz from Wedding Crashers? Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! What is she doing? I never know what she's doing back there. <laughs> just living the dream. Where'd you get that girl? She's hot. I got her yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah. I rode my bike over to a cemetery nearby. Her boyfriend just died. You met her at a funeral. Yeah. Dude died in a hang gliding accident. What an idiot. <laughs> oh, I'm hang gliding. Honey, take a good picture. I'm dead. Up. What a freak. Oh, my God. Met her at a funeral. Yeah, I'll throw in a wedding every now and then. But funerals are insane. The chicks are so horny, it's not even fair. It's like fishing with dynamite. Horny. Yeah. Crazy horny. I just... At a funeral. <laughs> Grief is nature's most powerful aphrodisiac. <laughs> Look it up. Oh, my God. That's so messed up. I, I, it's, it's bizarre. And, and I got to be honest. Ladies, 
just be aware that that that's what's happening at funerals. I I'm sorry. I know that like people are like, oh, the huff, don't be a cock blocker. Don't be a cock blocker. I'll block a cock when when I need to. Okay. If somebody's grieving, that's the last place and time that they need to be taken advantage of. Yes, they might get those burst and endorphins that will give them that you know the happy whatever that lady called it the the happy hormone. But that's going to be temporary. Then she's going to realize that she got taken advantage of. It's just fucked up. I don't understand that, but it just proves that, you know, we're all a bunch of scumbags on some level. I don't get that. That That's fucked up. So fucked up. Hey, we got more coming your way, but first, bring that big bet energy this summer with Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is the most trusted name in sports betting. And right now, use that promo code MILEHIGH to score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. So whether you win or lose, they're going to match your first bet up to 250 bucks with that promo code MILEHIGH. All you got to do is visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions, or you could download the Superbook Colorado app in your app store. And right now, enter that promo code MILEHIGH, and you're going to get 250 bucks courtesy of Superbook Sports. If you got a gambling problem, call one 800 522-4700. An unidentified 30-year-old man required medical attention two hours after inserting... Oh, my God. I forgot about this one. Inserting a deodorant canister up his butt. That's according to a cringy case study published by the Visual Journal of Emergency <laughs> Surgery. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with this episode? Talking about people, uh, you know, banging away at funerals and now, you know, people putting a deodorant can up their butt. <laughs> Imagine if this is the first episode that you tune into this and you're, or you're like telling your your significant other, you'd be like, you got to listen to this. It's my favorite, my favorite podcast. You got to listen to Huff Uncensored. And then she's like, he's talking about banging people at funerals. And then now he's talking about a guy sticking a deodorant can up his bottom. <laughs> it's disgusting. Well, it's life. It's reality. These things are bizarre, and that's why I'm here, honey. That's why I'm here, so we can talk about it. Anyway, this Iranian man was reportedly in so much pain for uh, the, the for a standard rectal in- investigation, as they said. So a surgeon was forced to use an x-ray, and of course, sure enough, I saw the x-ray it and it's not even like a little can. It looked like a hairspray can. You know those like Aquanet type size cans? That's what it looked like. I'm like, holy shit, man, you got that thing way up there. Surgeons had to make an incision in his stomach and remove the 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 antiperspirant. The patient spent one day under observation and met with a psychiatrist before being discharged from the hospital. What a great job that that psychiatrist had in front of him. Oh, my God. How awkward. Be like, okay, you can stop sticking stuff up there that shouldn't be up there. Okay. And if you do stick something there, make sure you have an exit strategy. Okay. Because I guess at one point they tried to pull it out, but it was just so up, up in there that they couldn't get it out. Yeah, you're welcome for that imagery. They're like really getting in there. Like bring Todd the janitor in here. He's got skinny fingers. Oh, my God, that's horrible. Horrifying. Speaking of horrifying, I told you I wasn't going to really get into this again for a while, but now there's more stuff coming out. 
And alien life forms are already living among us, according to a former U.S. government UFO expert. His name was Dr. Gary Nolan, who now works at Stanford University's School of Medicine, and he spent time working for the CIA, and he's also conducted experiments left by alleged UFO flyovers. Okay, so he has now claimed that aliens are 100% among us during a conference called the Pentagon, Extraterrestrial Intelligence and Crashed UFOs, that was recently held in New York. Now, during the event, he was asked if he believed that if the aliens had visited Earth already. He said, I think we can go a step further. It just it, it hasn't just visited. It's been, he, been here a long time and is still here. Dr. Nolan later talked about what aliens living among us might actually look like or act like. And then he said, I think it's an advanced form of intelligence that using some kind of intermediaries. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it's, it's not that they walk among us wearing a skin suit. They're showing up and saying, who amongst you are intelligent enough to realize what it is that you're looking at? Can you see what's in front of you for what it really is? Can you see? Then he said, I'm not worried about them coming and raiding us or taking our women and children. That's not my concern. My concern is how do we use it? Dr. Nolan also said he knows people working on reverse engineering programs to put together downed alien aircraft, something the United States government has never confirmed or denied the existence of. What do you guys think of that? What do you think he's really saying? I hate when these guys come out here and say, you know, they say this, but they don't full on say it. What do you think? What do you think it is, sir? You're, you're giving this vague answer that has a lot of weight behind it, but then you're just letting us sit there and go, well, maybe it means this. You're, you could be looking right at it. What did he say? Uh, uh, basically, it realize it is what you're looking at. Are you intelligent enough to realize what you're staring at? So what do you fucking mean, man? Just say it. What do they look like? What do, what do you think they look like? Just quit the bullshit and just tell us. Is it is it fucking octopus? Is that what it is? Because those fuckers are sneaky. They're kind of smart, too. And if you Google them, there's some a lot of crazy shit that you see that uh, uh, octopus do. Maybe they're aliens. I don't know. But I'm, I'm sick and tired of these alleged experts coming out and saying all this garbage and then not actually saying anything. And then we're just sitting here twiddling our thumbs going... Well, I wonder what it is. All it's doing is getting dickheads like me to talk about it on their podcast. <laughs> it's 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 annoying. Just come out and say it. All, you know why he he's not saying it? Because he he's full of shit. That's what the problem is. Hi. My son's staring at me. Daddy's angry talking about aliens. Jackson, do you think aliens are a real thing? Real quick. No, okay, you got a magic eight ball. That that's no, stop. So it, it, it drives me nuts. Yes, they are. Okay, okay. Uh, Magic Eight Ball said aliens are a real thing, and they're they're apparently here already. Okay. 
So it just, it, it bothers me. You, you can't come out there and say something like that and not give an actual answer. You go that far, but when it comes to, you know, giving the meat, you just go, well, you're going to have to figure that out on your own. No, you're already going that far. You might as well cross the finish line. Just bugs the crap out of me. Bugs the crap out of me. It's like, God dang it, man. And, and I've heard that. We've talked about that Bob Lazar who said that he worked on reverse engineering over at Area 51 of alien aircraft. And that's interesting. And he can go on and on and on about it. But we don't actually have any evidence of it. And it's just all speculation, technically. And without any full-on evidence, we're just sitting here going, okay, it's a good story. But is it true? And then what? Then what? If we find out it's true, then what? I, don't, I still go back to my, my uh, clusterfuck of madness theory. That is, if we ever find out aliens do exist, uh, intelligent life forms, uh, extraterrestrial life forms exist, and they come here, we are going to fuck it up no matter what. So do, why don't we just push that off as long as possible? Because I just don't trust the people of pow- in power, as well as our, ourselves, our neighbors, most of us are, aren't going to react properly. Next thing you know, they could have the best intentions to interact with us, and we fuck it up. Right? So I, I, I'm just sick and tired of that crap. Anyway, let me know your thoughts to huffuncensored at gmail.com. This episode's a little shorter than normal. I apologize about that. But, you know, my son's really pissing me off because he's in the, in the back chit-chatting, playing with his kitty cat. <laughs> He's like, what? You're really mad? No. God. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, be careful when you go to funerals, people. Man, I, I just never thought that that would be a place that you could be you know, taken advantage of. I guess I never thought of it. And, and that's just a sad thing. A sad thing. So be on the lookout. Especially ladies. Let's be honest. Ladies, you're, you're the ones with a target on your back. Because guys are perverts. And that just bugs the crap out of me. Also, if you decide to sit down and pee, good for you. Apparently, it's healthier for you, okay? Good for you. Don't don't let me know how that goes. Because <laughs> I ultimately don't care. It's just bizarre. Also, don't, don't be sticking cans where they don't belong, okay? That's all I'm going to say. Got kids in earshot. They don't need to hear that. Don't need to give any ideas. Hey, where'd my shampoo bottle go? Uh, why are you walking funny, buddy? <laughs> ah, ew. Wow. No. Can't believe I said that. Ick. Gross. Anyway, thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. I truly appreciate each and every one of you that tune in. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share it with your friends if you're able. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. Don't forget to use that promo code MILEHIGH. And you're going to get that 250 bucks. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. Talk to you next time.